0: For a good many years, today, this Sunday, would have marked the beginning of the Celebration of Women Week here in Shreveport. And I don't know that there is an official Celebration of Women Week here, but there is National Women's History Month, and um, there are events that are happening in our city that would correlate with Celebration of Women Week. I think. Supporting whatever we might find of that nature is important now. If you watch the news at all, you can see that there are many things that people are trying to roll backwards from progress that we've made for spreading rights among all people. Um, along the way where those in the fights for those rights as well as the things that have um, been the result of not having them there have certainly been a lot of wounds we are all Broken. None of us is without wounds. None of us is unscathed by that which is unexpected in our lives. And at a certain point in our lives it's as though it, it's as though that brokenness becomes. The best place for us to connect with other people. If you think about the connections that you have that are the most deep, you probably share joy with those people. But you also share something of an understanding about wounds, whether they're your own or other people's, right? And before we go any farther, I want to underscore the beauty of your life, the beauty that is you, the beauty of who you truly are is here, now, with you in this moment. and not something that has to be perfected, because it is perfect on its own. It stands independent of what we do and our identities in the world and the things that we might use as coordinates to navigate these systems. It's been with us since we got here. And when we arrived, I think all of us I think all of us are open when we get here. When we are born, we feel that which happens to us, whether it's pain or discomfort or hunger, tenderness, fear. We cry out. And if we are lucky, Someone responds. As best I know, for most of us, the world greeted us with an assault, didn't it? You weren't spanked when you first to make you cry? I don't remember. So I can't answer that. And I haven't heard any stories about it. But, you know, on all the doctor shows, and we know they only show the truth, you know, (laughs) the kids are spanked. Um, But some of us begin receiving deeper wounds then. Those cries out are not met with response. And those wounds come deep early on. and the rest of us begin to acquire them a little bit farther maybe the first time we skin a knee or touch something hot a wound is another form of opening you know you know Most of us are capable of shaking hands or holding hands without being in great pain. But if our hands are burned, those same actions can cause excruciating discomfort. It's still open, but all of those feelings are intensified. And as we heal, there are a lot of ways that can go, a lot of directions that healing can take. Things can heal such that we can't tell they've been wounded to begin with. Things can heal with scars. And scars can either be hypersensitive or numb, but usually they don't have the same feeling as everything else, right? If we can heal easily, we do. If injuries happen over and over and over again, they become a little bit harder to fully recover from. And at some point, those areas get covered up, whether it's with our own natural processes or whether it's with protection that we put on to guard our injuries, insulation, armor, keeping those vulnerable spots guarded. Depending on the degree of the injury um, or perhaps our sensitivity. Longer than necessary, we may keep those guards on. Longer than necessary, we may keep that insulation. Longer than necessary, we may wrap ourselves in armor to protect the things that have been hurt before. Totally reasonable beginning. But if our connections help happen in those places that we are open, whether it's the openness with which we are born... or at the sharp edges where our wounds have occurred every place that we are shut down or wrapped up and insulated is some place we can't connect the longer we keep them Wrapped up, the more of a habit it becomes to keep them ourselves protected, the harder it is to open those places. We don't get back on the horse that threw us. I think if they're protected long enough, the very things that we are trying to take care of begin to atrophy. And then even when we go to open them, we may find no ability to do that. What comes to mind, and it's it's not really a direct correlation, but what comes to mind for me is a quote from the movie City of Joy, from Hasadi Paul who says all that is not given is lost it takes a lot of courage for us to stay open if we, if we make a habit of just letting things shut down when they've been hurt eventually the whole circle of our being will be closed down And and if we're have enough fear around things that have been injured before and protection around it, the protection will continue to grow until it closes us in. I made a mention earlier of our brokenness maybe having sharp edges and in uh, the Church of the Larger Fellowship newsletter and in a a number of other sermons that I've seen, there are uh, mentions of the broken edges being that which makes the puzzle pieces the most beautiful in a mosaic. The unpredictable parts, the, the things that are irregular. The, uh, and if you look at them too closely, all you can see is the brokenness. But when you get some distance, the patterns are beautiful. Sometimes we wrap the sharp edges because we don't want them to hurt people. And I think that's reasonable, too. We have to mediate, the part, you know, have, have some control over the parts of us that would lash out or be aggressive and if we care about others and respect those with whom we're interacting um, we try to protect them but not everything heals right what do we do then do we just become more and more distant I think some of that insulation and armor may come in the form of masks. And a quote that I used here recently is that uh, love asks us to take off the masks. We fear we cannot live without, but know we cannot live within. Can we appreciate the brokenness, which is also one of the most efficient vehicles for our connection with that that's beyond our human interactions? It is through, I I believe, it is through understanding pain that we come to know compassion. I think those who are most insulated can often block their own view so that the compassion they seek can't get to them. We are all broken. None of us is without wounds. None of us is unscathed by that which is unexpected. And at certain points in our lives, it is through that brokenness that connections are made possible. We need more than ourselves the way that we float around the surface of the planet. Some of us can find what we need in community. Others of us find it in connection with something deeper, broader, bigger, um, less definable, less provable for outside experience. But all of the things that we say that we want to do need help. And if all we offer the world is our individual capacity without those connections, we're pretty limited. And the work that we want to get done will never happen. We have choices we can we can take the courage, develop the courage to step into our wounds to try again being open to ideas and people that we don't agree with that may have hurt us. Doesn't mean we have to let them hurt us again. And I'm not sure that I mean we have to be open to the same people. Somewhere we do. Because whatever protection we put up against them is a wall on us. And if we don't take the wall down, you know, we're still shut off. Being healed where we've been injured does not mean being without blemishes. It does not mean being perfect. It does not mean being without flaws. And if we only interact with the people that we're comfortable with, we have really small circles. And our influence is limited. Leonard Cohen, and I've used the song here before, wrote a song called Anthem that says there's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. But I think that's how the light gets out, too. It's the only way that people can see who we really are. And I will stand here as often as I can and speak for integrity. Trying to be who we really are. Not hiding who we think that other people might not approve of. Not being overly self-indulgent, that's not what I mean. I mean mustering up your courage to talk to someone that might scare you or... Maybe to tell somebody that something they do hurts. Our lights are important. The world needs all the light it can get. And we need all the light we can get. We can easily forgive children who are afraid of the dark, but the real tragedy, according to Plato, is the people that are afraid of the light. The only places that have actually healed, if you look back over your, your disappointments, Um, The things that have hurt. The only places that are actually healed are the ones that have again become open. I know I have a lot to work on. Of course, there are some trade-offs. I want to share uh, light quotes from three different, or kind of kind of four traditions. <laughs> um, one is from the Christian New Testament, Matthew 5, 6, and I'm paraphrasing. Um, Let your light so shine before others that they can see the value of what you have done and celebrate the spirit that has guided you. From the Bhagavad Gita. The light that comes from the sun illuminates the whole world and that which is in the moon and in the fire. Know that light to be mine. From the Buddha. Just as treasures are uncovered from the earth, so virtue appears from good deeds and wisdom appears from a pure and peaceful mind. To walk safely through the maze of human life, one needs the light of wisdom and the guidance of virtue. From Abraham Lincoln, I'm not bound to win, but I am bound to be true. True. I am not bound to succeed, but I am bound to live by the light that I have. From Nietzsche, love is not consolation, it is light. May each of you, each of us, come to see our brokenness as a gift from which we can share hope. Through which we make connection, grow into greater understanding, strength, courage, compassion. Like we pointed out in the children's story, none of us are made to be perfect. We do everyone a disservice when we expect perfection from others or ourselves. like the glass on the orders of service. We may think we're supposed to be a window, but we may actually be a work of art. Let us renew our intention to make and keep this place a safe and respectful place for people to open. That takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of intention. It takes being respectful, even if it's against your nature. Let this be a sanctuary. Let this be a place where people are heard. A place of discerning together. Do what you do. Let your light shine through. Be what you are. Understand that you are good. You are beautiful. What you have come to think of as yourself can't possibly show you all the beauty that it contains. That takes a reflection from other people. Let's give that to each other.